Do you need help making your daily sports wagers? Check out the Coda Sports Gambling Network at CodaSportsCappers.com. They offer free daily picks on their website and have a bi-weekly podcast called the Mount Lockmore Podcast that you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Play. The Coda Sports Gambling Network is home of the top sports cappers in the Dakotas. They are South Dakota's number one source for sports gambling information. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Coda Cappers, or visit their website at CodaSportsCappers.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Mount Lockmore Podcast, episode 28, presented by the Coda Sports Gambling Network here on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Most likely not on Google Play, but if you want to, we are on Google Play. So there you go. We are on all three. B-Russ is back in action again for episode 28. B-Russ35 on Twitter. Brother, how you doing this uh, Thursday morning? Masters starts. It is good to be alive. It's a fantastic weekend. I mean, this is another just great weekend where I just sit down I'm in front of the TV for hours on end, and uh, I don't get anything done whatsoever. So, B-Russ, how do you are, – are you all, are you sitting down watching the Masters, like, the whole weekend? Like, how, how does that work? Obviously, work schedule and things like that. But I mean, I'm in and, in and out of it, but, you know, I keep track of it. Like, I'll sit there in the morning during, you know, the uh, – when the first group goes off, like, I'll, I work at 5 in the morning, so I'll be watching it when they go off and all that, and then I'll be probably hanging out at home doing nothing and – when I get off work and so yeah we'll just be we'll be cooking masters some hopefully some more day baseball like today like today's day ba- day baseball slate was just unbelievable you had a uh, yesterday yesterday's yeah, yeah Wednesday yeah you had a great tweet B Russ uh that uh, mountain time is is the best time zone to watch to watch sports and I couldn't agree with you more there it really is I mean I was watching baseball at 10 30 in the morning and it's going until it'll be like over by 11 tonight like I have one friend who always complains about you know tip time the other night for the championship game was at 9 20 or whatever it was and out here it was 7 20 and game was over by like 9 30 9 40 somewhere in there uh and then you know during football season it's football's on it 10 a.m. on Saturdays and 11 a.m. on Sundays and it's over by you know 8 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. I just golden just perfect (laughs) exactly you can uh actually get some sleep right uh on Monday's championship game here in central time you know heck I didn't get to bed till like 12 30 or whatever and uh you out there in mountain time uh you get a little nice little sleep nice little exactly just a little snooze a little little basketball and snooze you know exactly so uh, B-Russ, we got a nice little show here today. Obviously, some Masters chat, and uh, we got to talk a little MLB and a few other things as well. But uh, for the people, B-Russ, they can't see it right now, but uh, you got a beautiful mustache going on. I mean, <laughs> you look like uh, Drew Tim, Timmy out there. Drew, your favorite guy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, screw that kid. You know, I was just, just felt like I had to do something different. And, you know, here we are. I know... Uh, my, my girlfriend's a fan of it, so that's all that really matters, right? <laughs> exactly. Just kidding. She hates it. As long as the woman is happy, uh, life is good. Now, B-Russ, you're dominating the MLB uh, so far this early season. You're, you're looking good. You uh, have flirted with uh, first and second of the uh, April Coda Cappers contest. So is this B- is this uh, new B-Russ, this new mustache, like, is this going to mess with the mojo or no? I've had this since – Monday. So okay. no, it is not messing with the mojo. If anything, it's, it's helping with the mojo. I made some chili last night. I just felt like I made better chili because I had this mustache. Like, you know, it's just the mustache just gives, just takes your confidence level to, to the next, to the next level. Oh man. I'll tell you what, B Russ, uh, I heard, I heard the, his punishment from losing the February code of cappers challenge is happening this weekend. And uh, so you'll all be able to see the beautiful mustache. Yeah, uh, that's happening. I think it'll be Friday. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Again, follow B-Russ on Twitter at B-Russ35, or you can follow the network at Coda Cappers and uh, just just be on the lookout for that photo. And uh, when you see it, uh, you, you'll know, man. You, you'll know that it is B-Russ's, B-Russ's February punishment, and then he's got to do it all over again for, for the March punishment. So a uh, little back-to-back punishments. But, again, 
April has been good and baseball has been good to be Russ. Uh, be Russ, just break down your week. How, how's it been going Monday, Tuesday? And obviously we're recording uh, late Wednesday, but uh, how, how's your week been looking? How have your bets been hitting here? Listen, I know I said I flirt with, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not a big unders guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't missed a first inning, first five under yet. Like just I just domination. One of those things where you just, you know, you find something in your cooking. I mean, I've mainly it's about, you know, pitching matchups and all that, like, or terrible offenses, which I'm just going to tell everybody right now, like I'm here to help. I try to help people make money. Uh, the Indians offense, atrocious, <laughs> absolutely awful. So betting the under on Indians games is going to be extremely profitable this season. B Russ is uh, making some money off his teams uh, that are struggling. So you got to love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, um, on that note, B Russ, the, the underdogs, and we can just kind of hop right into this. I was going to save this till later, but uh, we're talking baseball right now. The underdogs have been killing it so far uh, through what? A couple weeks of baseball season uh, against the spread, just straight up underdogs, B Russ 54 and 32 with a couple of games pending here late Wednesday night, uh, 62.8%. They're hitting at there. And then if you take a look at the away dogs, they're 30 and 18 for 62.5%. And home dogs are 24 and 14 for 63.2%. So again, I know I made a lot of uh, decent, a lot of good money on the Reds, just playing the Pirates, right? The Pirates are just god awful. So um, again, I know that I know the Reds weren't favorite or dogs or anything like that, but uh, you definitely got to just bet against bad teams, right? And, and just hope that uh, they get crushed, whether that's uh run line or, or against the spread here this season. Yeah, that's what you're looking like. The other day I took uh, Cardinals run line and they're playing the Marlins. So I think you're going to digress, digress a little bit. Like they made the playoffs last year, but I just don't think they're going to be the same team they were. And like the Cardinals have improved immensely and uh, like they just – I don't know. I don't know what they saw. I think I got it at like plus 145 or something like that, the run line. And so, you know, cash that easily. Reds overs so far this season are absolutely just mashing right now. Like that team last year, they couldn't, they took them like three weeks to score six runs. They are absolutely cooking right now on offense. Now, granted, B Russ, the Reds did play three games against the Pirates. So, hey, I mean, runs or runs that's true this is true (laughs) they got to put up runs against somebody and luckily they play the pirates 18 times this year (laughs) a lot of runs they're scored in the reds game so like b russ said just hammer hammer the overs in all the cincinnati reds games uh eat some skyline chili and uh win Mm -hmm. cash so uh, on monday i went four and one again we can kind of talk about the the college basketball game obviously on monday tuesday i went three and two uh and wednesday i am looking to go hopefully four and one here with a couple pending but uh, I don't know if you saw B Russ, the Tampa Bay, Boston, uh, Red Sox game. I had the under, let's see. I think it was the under nine uh, in that game on Tuesday. And they had three runs going into the eighth inning. Red Sox scored one in the eighth, one in the ninth. So now it's three, three, uh, goes to extra innings. They both score a run in the 11th. So it's four, four. Now we have eight runs. Uh, the Rays score one in the 12th. So now, you know, now we're at nine. And of course the Red Sox walk it off in the bottom of the 12th. They score two runs, score Red Sox, six, Tampa Bay Rays, five, and the under is dead. So uh, not, nothing like watching some, some early afternoon baseball and just all your, all your, your dreams are crushed, right, to, to start the day. Yeah, that's usually a bad way to uh, start the day <laughs> off. Me, on the other hand, on Wednesday, I was three and one before I even ate any dinner. Like, you know, that's – Mountain time, baby. That, that's, that's, that's how you rock and roll right there, baby. <laughs> There you go. Gotta love it. B-Russ is always tweeting out his picks on Twitter, so uh, be sure to check that out as well at B-Russ35. Of course, you can find me uh, at Coda Capra Pace on Twitter. I did have a stretch between Monday and Tuesday, B-Russ, where I went 6-0. and Obviously, thanks to Baylor. I took Baylor money line. I took Baylor plus 4.5, and, a half, and uh, both those hits. So I know you had the over, B-Russ, and that was a tough one. They had a chance. You had it at 159. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, so I, I believe Baylor had a chance to hit a three late there. And uh, I think that's what it was. If I'm looking at the box score here, it was 80. Let's see. It was 86, 70. Uh, and yeah, Baylor LJ Cryer had a three pointer at 30 seconds left. Mm-hmm. Missed that. And then uh, Gonzaga turned it over. Baylor got it back. Yeah. But with and 21 seconds left. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't going to do anything with it there. So t- tough way to go out there in the final game and lose that over. 
Uh, yeah, it was uh, less than I think. I think at one point I saw it had like a ninety-six percent chance to hit. I was like, "Oh, we're golden, we're good." And then I, I was texting a buddy, and I was like, "Yeah, I took the over one fifty-nine." He's like, "Oh, dude, that's golden. You're hitting that easily." Of course, it did not hit. Jinxed so, <laughs> you know, I te- I did text him the next day. I was like, "You jinxed the over, yep. you son of a bitch." Well, uh, he's like, "Hey, man, blame blame the Zags, not me." Exactly, and goodness gracious, Baylor just. You know, look like the better team. And I don't know if Gonzaga got uh, – if they got wore out from that UCLA game, that overtime game. But from start to finish, Baylor led the whole way, uh, brought it home, and uh, they, they couldn't miss. And DJ said it on the uh, on the Gambling Feud podcast. If you listen to that on Wednesday, he still thinks Baylor is probably making shots right now. Like, that, you knew that that game wasn't going to live up to the hype after the Gonzaga-UCLA game on uh saturday but i mean it just looked like baylor was playing with like seven guys on defense like they were just in it didn't matter what gonzaga was trying to do they'd pass the ball turn and then there's a baylor player just in their shirt like they were just in their grill all night and they made life living hell for the bulldogs tough way to go out uh gonzaga obviously looking for the perfect season since i believe the uh hoosiers right in uh yeah since 76 76 so uh you know if they go undefeated you know uh, maybe make a movie after them you never know but uh shout out to scott drew i know b russ you're not a big fan of the baylor program as a lot of people are they've had some scandals not only in basketball uh, or not i guess yeah kind of a scandal i guess uh, some situation there uh mm-hmm. back in the day 2000 what uh early 2000s and then obviously 2003 the football, yeah 2003 and then the football program, obviously everybody knows with Art Bryles and everything like that. But uh, Scott Drew, I, I don't know. I, I just don't – it's hard to hate that guy. He's a good coach, and uh, he says all the right Listen, things. Listen, it has nothing – Me, my hatred for Baylor has nothing to do with these players, with Scott Drew. Yeah. Scott Drew, great coach. Uh, a lot of these, a lot of great players on this team, you know, Jared Butler, uh, Macy Oteague, uh, I'm trying uh, – Mitchell, da- Davion Mitchell. and. Yep. Mark Vital and all those different, but yeah, it's simply, it's strictly a just hatred of the institution itself. Not, not necessarily the people that are inside the institution, but the institution itself. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, shout out to anybody that took uh, my play of the vital. Was it over three and a half rebounds? Uh, I think three and uh, a half. It was like eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Was it eight and a half? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He ended up with like 11, but it definitely was not three and a half oh, rebounds. I must have been reading the long, wrong line. Regardless, if you took it at three and a half somehow, if you got it at eight and a half, like V-Russ said it was at, you cashed on it. The dude had like three rebounds on, on the first two offensive possessions uh, for uh, for Baylor. Uh, sorry, dog in the background. You know, we just, okay. Uh, get, listen, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I don't know if you have kids. I don't know what you have, but I don't have a kid. I'd, I'd tell Pieces you what, flustered. Yeah, I am flustered. I'll tell you what, a, a puppy dog is way, way, way worse than like a newborn child. And, and, and I will die on that hill. I mean, the dude wants to do go, go, go a hundred percent of the time. Babies just want to sleep. This dog wants to run outside. He wants to play in the dirt. You know, I'm trying to do a podcast. He's biting a chewy toy. And of course you have to have a million toys, right? From B Russ, because he's a dog. He needs toys. So again, dogs harder to take care of than little child's. And I will, and I will die on that hill. Yeah, that's. I mean, I've never had a pet in my life, so I wouldn't know. But that's uh, great cats, though. I got two cats, but cats are always, like they're not my cats. I didn't grow up with any pets. Okay. I got two cats, and they're usually easy to take care of. They were being kind of a pain in the ass today because <laughs> we haven't been home because we have family in town. But you know, so they want some attention. But yep. other than that, I mean, they've been. You know, they're chill. Cats are way chiller than, than dogs. Oh, absolutely. And a lot uh, easier to take care of. Exactly. And when you go on a, a long trip to Vegas and make some master's bets or whatever you do, like the, the cat can just sleep for, you know, six days as long as it has food and water, right? <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the best thing about cats. So before we wrap up uh, a March Madness talk here, B Ross, again, uh, we made it. I know I had doubts uh, about March Madness happening, you know, just with COVID and everything, but we got it done. So uh, I, uh, my bad on that. But uh, again, just shout out to Baylor and Gonzaga. Hell of a tournament, uh, UCLA and all that jazz. And uh, B-Ruff, shout out to PJ's Perfect Bracket. I believe he won the uh, Coda Cappers uh, Bracket Challenge. He, he had Baylor he winning did. it. And uh, is that one of your boys now, B-Ruff? Uh, yeah, that's my best friend from high school. So okay. uh, 
Yeah, unfortunately, I have to pay him, pay him $500. <laughs> that hurts. But uh, we had 28 people uh, in the bracket challenge. We had four people take Baylor to win it all. And Beerus, uh, one I of somehow came up. I, I, I somehow came up and finished in fourth place. Milena was in third place. Yeah. Yeah, I looked at it the next day. I was like, how in the hell did I think I have one finish in fourth place? <laughs> Uh, Corey, I believe he was in first for, for a long time in that round of 64. He just hit it out of the park. He had 250 points. Um, he struggled in the sweet 16, only 120, but, uh, he had Gonzaga winning it all. So I think if the Zags would have won, he probably would have. Yeah. If the Zags would have won, he would have won. It came down to, that's another friend from high school. Okay. It was came down to, you know, if Baylor won, PJ was winning. If Gonzaga won, Corey was winning. Yeah. So again, just a shout out to PJ's perfect bracket. It was, it was anything, everything but perfect, but he did have Baylor winning it and uh, perfect enough. Yeah. Perfect enough to win 500 bucks. That's, that's uh, best you can do. So again, just shout out to the 28 participants we had. We'll do it again next year. And again, just a shout out to everyone that signed up. We appreciate all of you, all 28 of you. So that, that was fun. B Russ for good, good job running that contest. B Russ. It was, uh, you know, we'll do it again next year. We'll, I'm, I want to try and get something together for I'm just trying to think like I had a master's thing come up like maybe we can try and do some sort of pool for like the open championship or yeah. just different stuff I just like getting you know everybody involved and uh taking other people's money when I can <laughs> absolutely and uh one thing that uh, we, we've been getting a lot of engagement B Russ and, and it, these burner counts on Twitter they've been coming after you man and uh, yeah, I, don't I don't know, know what on. I did. I don't know what I did to piss people off, but <laughs> you know, it, it comes with the territory, I guess. Yeah. That, that's the way she goes. So there we go. Um, all right, B Russ cue the music, the master's music. Uh, let, let's do, let's get into the betting segment here for the masters. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I, I love this tournament. Uh, it's the greatest tournament of all time. And uh, it's finally back. Obviously it was in November. I've heard the course is playing way, 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 way different than it was in November. And uh, rightfully so. So, B Russ, where, where do you like kind of want to start? Playing like a master's course. What's that? I said it's playing like a master's course. Yeah. Like, yep. You know, last year is a lot softer, and that's why we saw. Uh, I think DJ tied the record for uh, best score in a tournament, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yes, I believe he did. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this time it's going to be you know you're going to see low scores starting off on Thursday because of the you know, it'll play a little slower. And then as it dries out, uh, we're going to see not as low scores. And uh, I'm excited. I think that, you know, I was kind of talking with my buddy, Corey, and I was because he's a big time like golf better. And I was like, what do you do to like, how do you bet these tournaments? Because I'm not usually, you know, betting, you know, four or five different guys to win one tournament he's like well i usually just go with the best like especially the masters it's you just go with the best and uh then guys who have been there before who've played at least five times in the masters so yeah i'm got a few uh different winners here i got a uh missed cut bet for the masters so yeah all right. I love it. So that, let's just go down. Uh, let's, let's give us, uh, or we'll tell you the odds here real quick. We have a uh, DJ. He is, I believe eight to one. You have John Rom 12 to, uh, yeah, excuse me, JT nine to one Bryson DeChambeau. I don't know if you've seen any of uh, his footage so far, B Russ, uh, on the range. The dude is just insane. He, he's just pounding the piss out of the ball. He's at 11 to one John Rom 12 to one. Spieth, uh, a lot of people big on Spieth. He, he's he's uh, he's coming in this tournament hot. He's twelve to one. Rory McIlroy is eighteen to one. And then uh, let's go over these next few here. Patrick Cantlay twenty two to one. Xander Shoffley twenty two to one. And of course Brooks Kepka, who apparently can't uh, bend his knee. Uh, he just had knee surgery a couple weeks ago. He's at twenty five to one. But uh, he's grinding it out and he's going to play in this tournament. And everybody knows, obviously, he's had success here uh in the past so b russ the one thing i do when i check out my bets and i know this is coming out thursday morning but uh, i always look at the first two-day pairings because you know there's some young guys who who i thought about betting on but they're playing with some more you know older experienced golfers and i know these guys are professional golfers so maybe this is just you know my golfing knowledge going into it but um sometimes i think that when you play with someone, you know, uh, like I'm Phil Mickelson or obviously Tiger's not in this tournament, but 
when you play with some of those guys who are bigger and better than you, like DJ and stuff like that, like that can kind of play with your mind a little bit, right? You get a little nervous, get a little tight. So um, one thing I, I definitely do when I, when I make my picks is, is tech, check out the two day, the first two day pairings and like, you know, where, who, you know, who's JT playing with and things like that. So that that's, that's, I've had success doing that in the past. Again, that, that's just kind of my strategy that I go about. I always like to just see if, you know, some of these, uh, some of these, medium range golfers that I like, uh, like the odds on Are they going to get nervous or are they going to tighten up when they, when they play with some of these bigger players, especially in the masters, the biggest tournament in the world. Yeah. I saw that, uh, who's it DJ and I think Lee Westwood are paired with an amateur. Yeah. That, that, like kid's that, gotta be poor, that poor kid's gotta be shit in his pants. <laughs> like if I was him, I would just, I'd be puking that whole <laughs> the whole morning <laughs> on Thursday. Just like, I can't believe I got to play with like the, probably the best golfer in the world right now like i would be just sick to my stomach yeah i don't even know if i trying to hit the ball off the first tee and uh, you just get once you get up to that first tee and hit that first drive i'm sure it's you know everything goes away but until then like you're standing up there your knees are probably about to fucking buckle and you're about to pass out on the first tee at least that's how i would be Oh man, I tell you what, I, I couldn't imagine when, when I golf in tournaments, I don't do a lot of, you know, just one person tournaments. I do a lot of scrambles and things like that, but I'm nervous, man. And I've, I've taken all the CBD, I've taken all the devil's lettuce I can. And, and uh, I'm, I'm always uh, nervous stepping up to the tee. So I can't imagine some of these guys who are playing uh, in this. Tournament. I always hate when I like I'm golfing and then I just like, I can golf with you and like my buddies or my dad or my uncles or whatever. And I'm good, but you know, a group of people on the, on the tee box and a cart pulls up behind us waiting for us to tee off and then all of a sudden i'm like on the first tee of <laughs> fucking augusta like i just don't i all of a sudden i just get nervous and i'm like oh my god i can't shank this in front of these people and so yeah that's just i can't even imagine standing on that first tee thursday morning Oof. Yeah, it's 7:45. That the the leader or not the leaders, but the first tee uh, with the of course Gary Player, Lee Eld, Elder. I believe he'll be. He's the first African American to tee it up uh, to start the uh, round one here at the Masters, and of course you have Jack Nicholas as well. And uh, just just some early uh, pairings here. Uh, B Russ, you have at 10:06. I like this pairing as well. Bubba Watson, Brooks Kepka, and Victor Hovland. Obviously, Victor Hovland, a younger guy. Uh, he's definitely played very, very well in his young career. But again, when you're playing with a guy, two guys that have won this tournament, you know, he's got to be a little nervous uh, stepping onto that first T2 here at 10.06. Then you have Xander Shoffley, John Rahm, and Rory at 10.42. That'll be fun. Uh, everybody hates him, but Patrick Reed obviously uh, has had success here. Daniel Berger and Paul Casey at 10.54. Then you kind of go down the uh, the rest of the way here. You have Phil Mickelson, Tommy Fleetwood, and Scotty Scheffler at 112, and Jordan Spieth and Cameron Smith and Colin Morikawa finishing it off at 2 p.m. So those are just some of the uh, some of the tee times that I'm uh, looking out for here, B Russ on day one. But let's get into it, man. I know a lot of people are on Spieth right now. Uh, mm -hmm. Last time, uh, or last, yeah, I believe last time at this time, last year at this time, he was 50 to one, B Russ, to, to win the 2021 Masters uh, when the when the odds came out last year. He's coming off a win uh, in Texas, obviously. I just don't see a lot of value here uh, with him at ten to one. I know golf is a, is, a, is a confident sport, right? You have to uh, you have to build that confidence, uh, and I just don't feel confident taking a player that uh, has struggled uh, for what a couple of years now, two three years, and uh, who who knows? You, no matter how many mind games he's done with himself or how many mind books he's read, there's still a part of Jordan Spieth's game that. Uh, you know, uh, that floating around in, in his head that, uh, you know, at some point, uh, a bad shot's coming. Right. So maybe he can fend that off. Maybe he can't. I just, I just can't, I just, I don't know. I just don't see the value of him, uh, at 10 to one here, B Russ. I need to see it from him before, yeah. you know, I bet like, cause he, you know, he had got off to that great start to his career and he won like what, three majors, I think something like that. Yeah, he won, he won the masters twice. Right. Yep. Yep. Like, and then he's just shit the bit like ever since that well, I can't was it the 16 masters when he uh like just went in the tank and just <laughs> that blew up line, and right? now and yeah and then now he's just hasn't been the same since that's was last week the first time he's won in like oh, two years I think something like that yeah or was it like the last time he's won in oh I can't remember how many starts but two years or something ridiculous like that right so again 
everybody, just because he's coming off one win, right? He, he, he's, he's finally put it together in Texas. Again, now you're playing on the, at the biggest tournament in, in all of, in the whole world. I just don't mm-hmm. tend to one. It's just, ah, I don't like it. So I'm not taking him Beerus. No, I'm not taking him either. I, I mean, I could def- absolutely see him being in contention on yep. Sunday. I could also see him miss the cut or just kind of be in that middle. Like I could see him, he could be all over the place. I could see him in any, you know, just kind of middle in like minus one, minus two, all the leaders like minus 10, minus 11, something like that. And yep. or I could see him just struggling out of the gate and, you know, heading home on uh, Friday. So it'll be, uh, I'll be interested to see what he does, but I'm not betting on him. No way. Absolutely. I agree with you 100% there. All right, Beerus, I got five picks here. Uh, You just want to go back and forth. Is is that how many picks you got? Mm -hmm. All right. I got four. Okay, perfect. I'll start it off here. Uh, My first bet that I like, I like Patrick Reed, a top 20, uh, excuse me, top 10 finish, uh, 28 to one. uh, The last time, uh, two times at Augusta, he won obviously in 2018. He finished top 10 uh, this past November. He leads the tour in shots gained here, uh, putting B Russ. Uh, so I, I think uh, this is a good play. You can double your money here. Excuse me, not 28 to one, two and a half to one. Excuse me there. Uh, you can kind of double your money and then some. So uh, I like Patrick Reed. He's had success here. I know everybody hates him, but uh, I, I like guys in this tournament that, uh, that have had success. Uh, yeah, I hate Patrick Reed. I just don't know why. <laughs> like his face just pisses me off. Everything about him pisses me off. I mean, he's won it. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him there again, but um yeah, I just don't see see him uh, wearing that green jacket on Sunday. I don't I don't know why. I just don't see him wearing that green jacket. Okay. Hey, Ozzy, just finish top ten for me, baby. It's That's true, all you yeah. got to do. <laughs> yeah. All right. So my first one, um, you know, I was going back and forth. I saw Brooks Kepka at plus twenty eight hundred, and I'm like, dude, like he's one of the best golfers in the world. Like I, it's just seeing that number next to his name is crazy. And then I was thinking, and then really Twitter is what uh, pushed me to this bet. Okay. Uh, seeing him bending down to the way he was reading putts and marking his ball. And he said, I can't can barely move my knee. <laughs> like, come on. Like, so I have Brooks, Kepka to miss the cut plus 280. All right. I think that's I just a- like, I, I just, I, I love Brooks. I think he's in that. He's just a guy's guy, Blake Kepka, but uh, you know, he, I just don't see it. Like he's two weeks removed from major knee surgery and he's like, Oh, I'm just going to do this to prove that I can do it. Like, bro, don't fuck your knee up more than it already is. Like let's slow, let's slow down. You don't need to prove to everybody that you're, Mr. Tough guy. Exactly. And again, uh, he doesn't want to miss it. I understand that uh, he, he's had success here in the past, but how, how can you confidently put money on a guy that uh, is broken? He's injured right now, right? He can he, two weeks off knee surgery. I mean, the knee is, is the one of the top parts of your body that you use in the golf swing to generate all that power. So how can you put money on a guy that is just coming off knee surgery there? I just don't get that. Yeah, I don't know. So that's that's my first one, Brooks to miss the cut plus two eighty. Okay, all right, I like it. I like it. Uh, my second one here, I like Lee Westwood, the old man Lee Westwood, a top twenty finish at plus one twenty five. Uh, again, in the past, we've seen golfers like uh, if you know Darren Clark, Jimmy Walker. Obviously, Sergio had won a, a major late in his career. Uh, I think Westwood's playing well enough; he can get into the top twenty this week. So at plus one twenty five, I will take Lee Westwood t- uh, for a top twenty finish. That's my Second bet uh, of the Masters here. Uh, my second one, I've actually just added another one, so I have five now. But okay. uh, my second one is DJ to win. I think, I mean, best golfer in the world. Uh, just coming off winning the Masters, he knows what it takes now. He is just smashes the ball. His irons have been great. He's been putting really well. Uh, so, yeah, I just think, you know, He's going to put it all together again, and I think he's going to be putting it. Does he put his own green jacket on him if he if he went back to back? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, how does that how does that work? I saw Tiger kind of tweeting about it, talking about it. Uh, yeah, that, that's very interesting. Who's going to put it on if he wins? It can't. I mean, it can't be Tiger, but uh, it can't, is it him, is it himself? Does like somebody and does the amateur go in and high amateur yeah. go in and 
yeah put it on him like that's that's what i want and that's really why i want to see dj win like does dj just does wayne gretzky come in and put <laughs> put the jacket on him that's paulina please be a paulina, paulina yeah mm-hmm. oh boy yeah, again now i might just throw dj to win it to win it all on my card just so we see paulina at the end there mm-hmm. <laughs> all right b russ is rolling with dj i know that's a popular pick uh again it's it's uh he he's he's been Solid, right? Uh, he's coming in with a lot of confidence. He's obviously won here before and uh, one of the best players in the world. So h- how can you bet against a guy like that? Um, he's also my, my he's also my guy. So I just okay. You know, it's just right. one of those ones where I, I've loved DJ watching DJ for a long time. So I bet uh, on him just about every time. Tr- not a trick question, but uh, a question for you, Russ. Where did DJ go? Where did he play college golf? Coastal Carolina. There you go, man. Again, if you've been watching oh, Golf right. Channel or, or ESPN or anything, uh, I think they brought that up like every hour that, that he's played there. Yeah, he's he's a Chanticleer. Yes, sir. What a name. What a, what a nickname. Um, my third uh, bet here for the Masters B-Russ 2021, Tony Finau, a top 20 finish at plus 110. Again, everybody knows Finau is searching he for that major. He's always in the top uh, runner up, right? He can just never uh, pass that, uh, that finish line and, and get his win. So here's a wild stat. B Russ uh, Finau has seven top tens in majors since 2015, I believe, or 2018, excuse me. And has been in the final group at Augusta before. So at some point you would think he's going to win a major, right? Uh, so I just, I don't think he finishes outside the top 20 this week. So I like that bet at plus 110 for my third bet here. I like that one. I have a Finau bet actually, so I'll roll with that one. My okay. Next one, uh, Finau finished top five. Ooh. Plus six hundred. I think he's always just right there. Like it doesn't matter. He's. I feel like every major, he's just right there, just hanging around, and he hasn't gotten the job done yet. Um, but I, I like I like Finau to finish top five. All right. I like that one. I'm I'm a big female guy. I like his short mm-hmm. swing. I did see a, a a video on Twitter where he he actually took a full swing, right? Brought it all the way back, uh, wrapped it around his shoulder, and uh, he had a, almost as high uh, ball speed as Bryson uh, averages. So, uh, you know, Bryson's kind of changing the game a little bit. Uh, maybe we see Finau down the road uh, screw his little short swing and just go full bore and just hammer the piss out of the ball. Hey, you know, the nerds are t- nerds are taking over. It's the Bryson movement. It, it, yeah, you got to love it. Got to love it. We, we haven't seen a Bryson bet here, B-Ross, between you and I. So we'll see. Is it coming? You will not see one. You will not see one from me. I promise you that. All right. All right. Is it coming? We'll see. We'll see. Two more bets here for me. Uh, my fourth bet uh, and favorite bet, I think, of all my bets is a hole-in-one on a hole 16 or just a hole-in-one on the final round in general. So a hole-in-one for the four days on number 16, plus 110. I like that. And then the hole-in-one on the, uh, on the, in the final round is plus 138. And I always like taking these bets, B-Russ, because I like cheering for hole-in-ones, right? Uh, there's always a moment uh, on the broadcast, either Thursday through, through Sunday, where you have the announcer saying, you know, let's take it to hole 16 and watch a guy that's plus 22. And you just know that a hole, hole-in-one is coming yeah. here. So um, I, I like those two bets uh, kind of combined into one. Uh, just, just like hole in ones in general, and uh, they, they, they've had a couple hole in ones in the past. I think uh, it's, I can't remember the stat on it, but I know there's been uh, one hole in one at the Masters in like six of the last ten years. So, so I'll take these two bets for my fourth one. I, I always just flabbergast me, like we're going to this guy. Let's go to sixteen. <laughs> I'm like, who the hell is on sixteen right now? And it's somebody I haven't heard of. I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? And then you uh, go, okay, it's a part yep. three. Yeah, you're like, ah, okay, I know what's mm-hmm. going. on. Yep. Um, all right. So what are we at? Number three? Oh, we're at four, right? Four, four. Four. Okay. Four. Yep. I like Patrick Cantlay to finish top 10 at plus 200. I just think that he's got uh, got the game for this. He's been here before. He's, you know, um, had a few uh, good finishes in the past. So I like, I like him to go top 10 this year plus 200. All right. I like that one. Dude can uh, smash his irons. Tiny, little tinier guy, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, definitely has all the tools to take home a win or a top three, top five, top ten uh, finish here this year. This year. So I like that one, B-Russ. My final one, B-Russ. Um, again, I'm not a big John Rom guy. 12 to 1. Uh, he's a new dad. Uh, he's been in the top ten here the last three years. He was tied for the 36-hole lead in November. Uh, his game is in, in some prime form. He has, uh, what, uh, seven top 10 finishes in his last nine events. 
Uh, three of his five top tens in majors have come at Augusta. The only thing I'm worried about, B-Russ, is the dad, right? He's a new dad. He probably doesn't have a great sleep schedule because he's a new dad. So uh, can, can he adjust, right, being away from his kid here for four days? Hopefully he makes the cut. And uh, can he get it done, get refreshed every day uh, with his new sleep schedule and come home with a Masters? So I'll take John Rahm here 12 to 1 for, for to win it all. And that's my final bet for the Masters. Uh, we're on the same page there because I'm also oh! putting money on John around. Actually, I'm, I actually like that he's, you know, became a dad because he wasn't going to go if his wife didn't have the kid in time and true, true. she had it on Sunday. And then Danny Willett, I believe, in 2016 was in the same same, same boat. exact boat and he went on and won the Masters that week. So, I mean, how can you not put money on John? Ryan? He's like you said, he's playing great. He's, you know, one of the top golfers in the world. Uh, I think putting it all together, he could put it all together this week for sure. Absolutely. And again, I think it just, I'm also cheering for a little storyline, right? Being a newspaper mm -hmm. guy, uh, first, first time dad, John Rahm wins his, wins the masters. Uh, so, so I like that. We're on the same page there. I love it. Hey, you know, every once in a while we're, we're clicking together. <laughs> Gotta love it there. So, all right. Th those are our picks for the masters. I might be adding some more head to head ones. Uh, I know, B-Russ, you've kind of uh, dabbled in the head-to-head -head a little bit. Are you going to try and do that this year again or no? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So, again, follow B-Russ on Twitter at B-Russ35. You can follow myself at Coda Capper Pace and the network, of course, at Coda Cappers. And uh, we'll have a bunch of master's bets uh, flying off the windows and, and things like that. So, B-Russ, uh, before we get into our Thursday, April 8th plays, uh, are you a DraftKings guy or like a Daily Fantasy guy or not? Not so much. No, not really. Okay. Sounds good. I don't know. I, I'm just wondering. I got asked uh, this week to be in like one of those masters, you know, pools on DraftKings. And uh, I don't know. I, I've had the app downloaded on my phone for 10 years, not 10 years, you know, three years or whatever, but uh, I'm just not super big into it. I, I don't know what it is. I don't, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's like fantasy, like usual fantasy sports. Like I usually just like fizzle out like at the beginning i'm like oh yeah i gotta be doing this and that and then by week 15 16 i'm just like i don't care so i get the appeal of daily fantasy i just it just doesn't appeal to me yep yeah i'm kind of uh right there with you as well i would just rather make uh make some you know legitimate sports bets as i yeah. call it compared to your draft kings there so there we go mm -hmm. there's our master's bets again we'll be tweeting out uh, more more bets throughout the weekend it's gonna be a, a hell of a fun four days here uh, Thursday through Sunday. And uh, again, nothing better than master's Sunday, man. Catch a little nap, you know, and, it really uh, isn't. You catch it like 12, 12, 30, little oh, yeah. hour nap, and then you're good for the last few hours of it. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. The uh, yeah, just can't wait. The greatest time, uh, the greatest time of the year golf is back. Um, I played a couple rounds so far. Now B Russ, have you, have you swung the sticks yet this season? I have not. No, we have, we actually got, six inches of snow yesterday or on okay. tuesday but it's all already melted so i'm hoping i got a buddy coming in next week so we're our plan is just to golf for five days so there we go that's that's what we'll be doing <laughs> gotta love it that's awesome good stuff all right b russ thursday april 8th do you have any plays for for today here other than your master's plays uh so i got four baseball plays okay. uh first one again the slate for thursday it's like all over like starts at 11 and goes until late oh my like this is just so beautiful <laughs> love it love everything about it um all right so first one i like um the under four and a half in the first five of the chicago pittsburgh chicago cubs uh pirates game i just both these offenses stink like stink out loud. like these teams are just offenses Horrendous. can't do anything like they're Indians level bad, and that's <laughs> saying something. Um, so I like, and Jake Arrieta is going for uh, the Cubs, right? Is he still on the Cubs? Where did I see that he was? I right. I did he go back to the Cubs? Didn't he? Or is he with the Phillies? He was with the fit. Now he's back with the Cubs. All right, look at I'm that. Done. All right, huh. okay. all right, Jake Arrieta. Yeah, so Jake Arrieta is going. Um, first five i haven't missed on an under in the first five innings yet this year so i'm sure i just jinxed it but we're rolling with that one <laughs> um then we're rolling the over in the seattle minnesota 
game over eight. Uh, I mean, both these often like this Seattle has been, you know, hitting the ball. They scored what I think eight runs against uh, the White Sox yesterday and the twins have been, you know, just hitting the leather off the ball and Nelson Cruz is just doing Nelson Cruz things. So yeah. I like the over there. And then in the, um, for the Royals and White Sox, I like the uh, White Sox run line. I mean, the White Sox, I think, are just going to be my team this year. I think they're just – I'm just going to be betting on them as much as I can. I think I've already bet on them like three or four times. <laughs> and they've made me a lot of money so far. Um, I mean, they, they're they three and four, so, you know, they're kind of uh, – they've kind of been all over the place. But, I mean, their offense has been great. Yep. Lance Lynn's going, so he's going to, you know, dominate. More than likely, he's just – bringing dad bots back shout out to Lance Lynn. Uh, so I like the white Sox run line against the Royals tomorrow. And then my last one is the Cardinals. Uh, they're taking on the Brewers Cardinals. I think I've said it before. I think that they are going to be one of the best teams in the national league. Um, and I think they got Wainwright going tomorrow. They got, uh, you know, just Goldschmidt, Arenado, all those guys. I like uh, the St. Louis money line against the Brewers tomorrow. So there's my four. All right. I love them all except the over in the Mariners twins game. B Russ, uh, Jose Barrios in the home opener, man. He, he's, he's dialed in. He's going to be dialed in tonight. It doesn't mean that the twins can't score eight or nine runs. This is true. Remember this I told you, remember I told you the other day you took the over in the Braves. What was it the Braves Phillies? Yep. Yep. Or one whatever game it was. And then, I took the under first five and you, we were like, Oh, we disagree. And I was like, we don't necessarily disagree. You can, the over can hit in the last, they can score in the last few innings, which they did. Which they did. Yeah. Cause we both mm-hmm. cashed, didn't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. That That's the beauty of base. I think my favorite thing about baseball is like, there's just so many different bets you can make on literally one game. It, it's, it's wild. Yeah. And then like you could bet, I could bet, the under the under in the first five and then the over and like like, there's just so many different ways that bets can hit and it's it's fantastic to be honest with you absolutely you you the options are are limitless you got to love Mm -hmm. it there i uh i went back to opening day uh again i'm always just trying to find angles and stuff like that so i've always been interested in about like odd and even runs not only in baseball but just like odd even points and things like that and uh, the even uh, amount of, or the odd, excuse me, the odd amount of runs lead this season. I think they're 38 and 31 uh, coming into Wednesday, mo- Wednesday morning. So not great, but uh, just, just interesting because I always see, I always see that bet. I want to take it, but again, that, that's just a shot in the dark. I have no idea, you know? Yeah. You know, you mean, you really never know, but that's, that's the beauty of uh, America's pastime. Yep. Exactly. So, how, B-Russ, how many games have you watched from start to finish? Just this season? This season, this season, yep. Oh, let's see. I, I mean, just Wednesday, I think I watched I watched it. I had two games going at a time. I had the Indians and the Indians game and the Reds game, and then I had the both the Chicago games. So, I think I watched four alone on Wednesday. Okay. Uh, I watched – I think I've watched – I mean, I've watched baseball every day. I watched the Braves and – or the Mets and the Phillies. Yep. I've probably watched at least 15 to 20 okay. games already. Yeah. And that's why B-Russ is dominating this MLB season with his bets. You know, do what I can. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I got beef with YouTube TV. I actually – I got a great story for you before I get my place. So, I don't know, B-Russ, do you have YouTube TV or not? I do, actually. And I saw – so – my parents are in town and they got an Airbnb. So I've been watching most of my, like I watched the national championship game at their, at the Airbnb. And I saw that you tweeted that. And I was like, I wonder what happened with eight, with YouTube TV. Cause I probably would have been pissed too at whatever the hell. Oh, I happened. was, I was throwing, you know, not, not, I was pissed. Um, again, the biggest game of, of the winter, you know, leading up to the spring here, you got the national title game on Monday, first half, Work good. And I love YouTube TV. Had it for a couple of years now. No issues with it. I, I'm grateful yeah. for YouTube TV. It's it's a wonderful tool, a uh, wonderful product. It froze on Charles Barkley at halftime. Just froze. 
his fat face just froze. And uh, so I'm like, you know, okay, whatever. I'll, I'll turn, I'll, I'll reset it. You know, that's no issue. Reset it. Mm -hmm. Boom. Same thing. It literally went back to Charles again, his, his fat face. And it, it just kept on going. Every time I turn it off, reset it, it'd go right back to Charles. And so here I am, you know, I'm like, shit, it's probably halftime's over. And of course I look on, on ESPN and you know, we're at 17 minutes. So I'm like, well, son of a bitch. So I finally get on CBS, the sports app, uh, and they allowed me to watch it. And that was all fine and dandy. But so, of course, I, you know, I had to tweet out to YouTube like, hey, you know, what the hell? Uh, what, what's going on here? So the next day I get an email from them and they're like, what would you like us to do? So I'm like, I want it all right. I, I want everything. So I, I'm like, I, I want my next two free months free. Right. And it's like 67, 70 bucks. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I, I want I want them free. And they come back and they're like, well, I don't know. That's a lot to ask for. I'm like, well, you, you froze. It, it, it didn't work. I couldn't watch the second half. So, uh, they, they, uh, they, they accepted B Russ. I, I, I shout out. I, 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 uh, I said, I want two months free and they, they keeled over and, uh, they took it. So, uh, wow. Look at look that. You. That's, I mean, <laughs> Hey, that's like chump. That's literally like a dollar to like, you know, All right, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, that's nothing to them so it's like ah whatever 120 yeah. bucks it's it's whatever but hell that's that's big time you're just yeah. going out there and you're putting it out there and yeah hey this is what i want and exactly shout out to you shout out to youtube tv i mean yeah. usually usually company like if you did that for a cable company the cable company would just say fuck you and then just <laughs> go about their day exactly we got other customers you know millions around around the united states so we don't we don't need you you can leave you mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. uh, so shout out to YouTube TV, keeping, keeping me, uh, in their back pocket in two free months. Uh, I'm going to stream so much, uh, YouTube TV <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to love it. So, um, I, I got a beef with, uh, Fox sports North two. They, uh, were bought out by, I believe it's called like Bally with a B Bally, like Bally. Bally sports. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ba Bally sports. Uh, they don't have a deal with like direct TV. I don't think they don't have a deal with YouTube TV. They don't so have a deal with like anybody. Yeah, exactly. So I can't watch any twins baseball. Uh, and uh, granted, I think baseball is best when you listen to it. That's fine. Uh, a radio guy. I am newspaper radio guy, but I would like to watch a little bit of twins baseball. I haven't seen a lick of it because screw Bally. They, they don't have exactly. a deal. That's the one thing like, so I have it too so i can't get like i don't want to watch i hate the twins so i'm not gonna watch, watch the twins but like you know i don't get the timberwolves or yep, yep. the wild can't watch yep. any of those i can't watch and then i can't like so we don't have uh like the at&t uh rocky mountain or what bali sports or what rocky mountain or whatever yep yep they were on at&t for a little bit but i think they're back to so i can't watch like the rockies or the nuggets or the avalanche or anything like that so yep. like I got two, I got two different cities here where I'm just like, what, what the hell am I going to do? Like, I want to watch this Nuggets game right now, but I even can't even go on uh, NBA TV to watch it because it's blacked out because blacked I'm out, in, yeah. the, in the zone. So like, I'm just getting railroaded here by uh, <laughs> Bali sports. Let's get this, let's get this together. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Everyone's like, I'm also not a fan of their ticker. Then the ticker that they have now, yeah. have you seen that? It, what, yeah, what are they doing? I don't get just it. give me I love just give me the little one up there in the corner and the bot yep. like just right here not one that takes up like the whole this much bar. of the screen <laughs> so stupid I hate it yeah I, I'm not a big fan of it either so when people are like why aren't you a wild fan why aren't you a wild fan it's because well freaking Bali sports yeah. Bali whatever they can't figure their shit out I can't watch their shit so yeah you can't uh, watch anything so yeah and granted, I, here I want to watch the Timberwolves because they're tanking for the for the first pick, right? Cade Cunningham or whoever it's going to be, and I can't even watch Thanks them. And um, shout out to the Pacers minus two on Wednesday night. Timberwolves suck so bad. Uh, Timberwolves lost by four. Pacers cover, and uh, we cash out on another Timberwolves uh, meltdown. So we got to love that there. But uh, B Russ, my plays for April eighth here. I got five of them. I got Cardinals money line over the Brewers. I got the Oakland Athletics money line over the Astros. Uh, Oakland picked up their first win against the Dodgers, four to three on Wednesday. So uh, you know, building some momentum there, and I think they can get it done against the Astros. So I'll take them money line. Both of those are underdogs. I also like the Orioles as an underdog over the Red Sox. Matt Harvey on the mound for Baltimore, and then I like uh, the Trailblazers and the Utah Jazz to go under two thirty-one. And those are my is that four picks? That's four picks. For me, right there for Thursday. Did you see uh, in, in LA the other day the 
the Anna in Anaheim, all the trash can shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's the I need I need everybody to bring that energy for all every Astros road game. Like <laughs> if they were to go to Den, I'd drive down to Denver just so I could <laughs> just so I could boot them, dude. Like if I lived back in Columbus, I would I would obviously I'd go to Cleveland. Yep. When they're in town, just so I could like that inflatable trash cans, people throwing real trash cans onto the field. You had to deal with a broken arm holding trash can up, just banging the hell out of it during Altuve's at bats. Like, (laughs) that's like we need to be bringing that same energy all season. Oh, I love it. Again, baseball, you know, back in the day, they might have not, you know, not let fans do that. And and that's why I kind of like that this new age kind of, you know, hit home runs and talk trash, right? Exactly. Like you just, just let's keep the let's keep the energy going. Let's make baseball fun again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did you see in the Mets game? I believe was it Mets Phillies. Uh, you could hear a fan yelling at the the Mets batter. <laughs> hey, the over under is yeah. nine. Dude just bangs a home run. <laughs> yep, I did see that. Yeah, I mean just moonshot. Just Pete moonshot. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta love uh, it. I like that. Baseball's back. B Russ is hot. He's getting chirped on Twitter. We got burner counts left and right. Uh, again, I still think it's uh, one of our cappers, aka Jay Soup. Uh, dude, you got to be running out of logins, dude. I mean, the, the burners you're coming after here. Uh, you get, Twitter's got to do something. I might, re- you know, I'm hot right now. I'm I'm pissed at YouTube. Well, not anymore. Uh, I might just report him to, to Twitter and see if what Twitter can do for me. Uh, so we'll see. But uh, B Russ, that's the show, episode 28, I believe. Again, uh, everybody out here listening. Appreciate you all. Make sure to watch out on Twitter for uh, B Russ's punishment uh, this weekend on Twitter. Mustache, the shirt. Again, I still think it's uh, one of his least favorite teams. It's going to be a shirt. That's what that's what I think it is. So be on the lookout for that, and uh, that'll be B Russ thirty five on Twitter. Of course, you can find it at Coda Cappers as well. So B Russ, anything else to add? The baseball god you are. Uh, <laughs> nope. Let's just let's just go make some money. All right, ladies and gentlemen, have fun watching the Masters and everything else. And uh, we'll see you back here on Monday morning. And hopefully, hopefully, John Rahm brings home the green jacket. For the kid. Do you need help making your daily sports wagers? Check out the Coda Sports Gambling Network at codasportscappers.com. They offer free daily picks on their website and have a bi-weekly podcast called the Mount Lockmore Podcast that you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Play. The Coda Sports Gambling Network is home of the top sports cappers in the Dakotas. They are South Dakota's number one source for sports gambling information. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Coda Cappers, or visit their website at codasportscappers.com.